Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. Can you believe Thanksgiving is two days away? Two days away. Where has this year gone? I I just don't know. My husband and I were talking about this year and the things that we've done, and it just seems like this year has just flown by. Anyway, as we've been talking about Thanksgiving, and as my sisters and my mom have been talking about Thanksgiving dinner, we um, we have some favorite family recipes. And so that gave me an idea. I decided to focus this episode on a recipe for a drama-free holiday. Now, I don't know about you, but when my family gets together, sometimes there's a little drama that can take place. And so I want to share a few specific ingredients, so to speak, that I have found that have helped me to try and avoid the drama that the holidays tend to bring. I really love the holiday season. I love everything about it. And I especially love getting together with family and and my husband's family. Now, we both come from a fairly large group. (laughs) He's one of eight children and I'm the oldest of seven. So when we get together with either side of the family, it's quite a crowd and it is so much fun, so much fun. But sometimes I admit there is a little bit of drama that can creep in. And in my family growing up, we had a few very memorable holidays that were riddled with drama. (laughs) And I'm sure my siblings who are listening probably know which ones I'm talking about. And thankfully, we can look back on these and laugh now. But at the time, they weren't quite laughable. They weren't quite the holidays that my parents were planning on. So how does drama tend to creep in? Well, this can be due to so many different factors. And today I wanted to address four that I've noticed throughout the years. And these four are one, lack of sleep. Two, people pleasing and expecting perfection. Number three, doing it all. And number four, allowing judgment and criticism to creep in. Now, each one of these factors can lead to drama by themselves, or when you put them all together, it's pretty sure that you will have drama. So today I wanted to share a few of the tools that I have found so helpful for me when I have tried to implement so that I can create a holiday without drama for myself. All right. so. Number one, the lack of sleep. Getting plenty of rest is crucial. Now, when we all get together, we want to spend as much time as possible with each other because we don't see each other all that often, right? We tend to stand up, stay up late playing or talking. We tend to over plan or over schedule activities and we run ourselves ragged. And if there's lots of people staying in one place, one house, sleeping arrangements kind of get disrupted, right? And then sleep deprivation creeps in. And I don't know about you, but when I don't get enough sleep, 
I really become irritable. I become very um, moody and my emotions are so exaggerated. And I've even become sick. And all of this can actually lead to disagreements and hurt feelings. So the solution, our bodies need sleep, even when we're all together. So what can we do? We can plan enough activities that keep us busy and enjoying each other, but not over plan. And we can decide which activities we want to participate in and which ones we don't. We also can make sure that we account for the youngest ones in the family and the oldest ones in the family because those two, the younger and the oldest ones, need sleep. It's just a fact. They need more sleep. So if we can designate a separate sleeping area for those age groups, it really works. Now, keeping your younger children on a schedule is, I don't know, I have found it very helpful. I found it very helpful for um, us as a family raising young children. Now, it didn't always happen and it wasn't always perfect, but we tried to give, allow our children to take naps. And I know it wasn't very popular, (laughs) but keeping our children on a somewhat normal schedule really made it fun for all of us. They got enough sleep. We got to have a, a break from them. And it everyone was seems seemed to have a lot more fun. All right. So number two, decide ahead of time how you want to show up. You get to decide what you want to think and how you want to feel when you are all together with your family. Nobody else can make you feel one way or another. It is your thoughts that create your emotions every single time. And when we blame others for the way we show up or the way we feel, we are giving the control of our thoughts and our feelings to them. And this is what we like to refer to as being in emotional childhood, giving our control to somebody else. Now, being in emotional adulthood means that we take the responsibility for our own thoughts and our own emotions, right? We take responsibilities for the way we feel and think. Now, there are a few traps of emotional childhood that I want to mention and I want you to be aware of. And these two traps are the people-pleasing trap and the high expectation perfection trap. All right, so let's address each one of these separately. The people pleaser. All right, the people pleaser, we know what that looks like, right? It's the person that is trying to make everyone happy. And it seems like such a lovely thought, doesn't it? It seems so unselfish. And we just want to make A people pleaser just wants to make everyone happy. They just want everyone to have the best experience. But I have news for you. This never works. People pleasing is really about control. I know I did a podcast on this several episodes ago, but I just wanted to go over this a little bit more. 
A people pleaser wants to control how others feel and the experiences they have so that they can feel good themselves. The people pleaser thinks that in order for them to be happy, everyone else has to be happy. And it's somewhat of a paradox, really, because by trying to control everyone else's happiness and experiences, they're actually giving their control over to everybody else, their control over their happiness and the experiences they have to everybody else. And do you see how this doesn't work? The people pleaser will just exhaust themselves trying to please everybody else at the expense of their own happiness. And this causes so much frustration and so much drama for everyone. All right, letting go of high expectations and wanting everything to be perfect. Now, it's totally normal, right, to want the holidays to be so memorable. And some of us tend to plan, plan a lot to try to make it so. But I will let you in on a little secret. We can't make anything perfect. Believe me, I used to try. We can plan for the food, we can plan for the activities, but we cannot control what does or doesn't happen or the experience that anyone has or doesn't have. We just can't do it. It's not possible. When we hold tight to that thought that we have to make everything perfect, that everything has to be perfect, and we try to make it so, we end up becoming so wound up and our brains focus on what is not going right. And when we focus on what is not going right, we tend to lose focus of the wonderful experiences and the memories that are happening. Again, we become tense, we become frustrated and anxious and emotionally and physically exhausted. Now, when, we, when you let go of thinking everything has to be perfect, it gives you permission to just relax. It gives you permission to let go of that control and enjoy the time you have with your family and friends. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just throw the planning out the window and the preparation out the window. That's never a good thing. But what I am saying is let go of the expectations. What if you were just to let things happen the way they happen? What if you decide you are going to enjoy the holiday together no matter what? What if you decide to laugh more and get frustrated less? How would that feel? All right, number three, don't try to do it all. Oh, trying to do it all is never a good idea. Delegate, delegate, delegate. I love that word. (laughs) I love delegation. I love to delegate. I am getting better and better at delegating because I don't want to do it all. I don't want to do it all. And especially, during the holidays. My favorite saying is, many hands make for light work. And we say that a lot in my family (laughs) because when we're all working together, nobody is doing all of it. 
right? Now, maybe you feel that since you're the one hosting this year, you have to do it all. And I'm here to tell you, you don't. And if you can't delegate, if others cannot accept assignments or just simply choose not to help out, there are so many easier options available. Not everything has to be homemade, right? There are so many options now to simplify. You can buy so many things in the grocery store. You can even order a complete Thanksgiving dinner, holiday dinner at the grocery store or a restaurant. Or you can even go to a restaurant. Keeping it simple will allow you to feel so much more rested, so much more relaxed, which in turn will allow you to enjoy the holidays that much more. And, and there is an upside when everybody helps to prepare or plan the activities. When everyone helps, everyone is sure to enjoy at least one thing. It's a win-win in my book. (laughs) All right. Number four. I saved this one for last because I think it is the most important ingredient in having a drama-free holiday. And that is compassion. Being compassionate with others and with ourselves. Now, families are a diverse bunch of people, right? Isn't it amazing how two people can create so many different children, so many different personalities? And then those children go on to marry and have children of their own. And it, it's a wonderful phenomenon, isn't it? But sometimes when all of these personalities get together in one place for an extended period of time, contention and judgment can actually start to creep in. Now, maybe there's a family member who is somewhat controlling. Maybe there's a family member who is much more laid back and decides to let everybody else do the majority of the work. Maybe there's a family member who complains about everything and is never happy no matter what goes on. Or maybe there's a family member who wants to be the people pleaser, running themselves ragged to make everyone else happy. And sometimes it becomes so easy to criticize or even avoid those family members altogether, right? And sometimes we may feel that we might even feel some resentment towards the people that don't act the way we think they should. And I want you to just notice, notice what happens when you allow those critical, judgmental thoughts about family members creep in. Notice the emotions that it's creating for you and notice how it affects the way you show up and the experience that you are having. Now, why why do we do this? So I've thought a lot about this and I've noticed in my own experience that when I jump to judgment and criticism, it's because I have unreal I have this unrealistic expectation that everyone should think and act 
the way I do. That maybe my way of thinking and behaving is the right way or the only way. And really, isn't this ridiculous? (laughs) I heard um, somebody say, I think it was um, Kathleen Hinckley Barnes. She said, there is more than one right way of doing things. Now think about it. Isn't that so true? There really is more than one right way of doing things and more than one right way of behaving or thinking. Every one of us is so unique in our own way. And how boring would it be if we really, if we all thought and acted the same way, right? So do you see how unrealistic that thought Everybody should think the way I do. Everybody should behave the way I think they should is. Another reason that I've discovered why I fall into judgment and criticism is because I'm avoiding my own shortcomings. Sometimes it seems so much easier to perceive what we think are faults in other people Because we don't want to admit or face our own shortcomings, our own faults. And we know not not one of us is perfect. And we all fall short in one way or another, right? We are all in need of compassion and understanding. And if we're all in need of it, how much better would it be to give it? The truth is, we just don't know all the circumstances as to why people think the way they do or act the way they do. We don't know. My parents were always reminding me while I was growing up that everybody has their own story. And until I walked in their shoes, I did not have the right to criticize and judge. And it's interesting because when I think back on it, my parents really are the epitome of that. And they taught me how to not criticize or judge, but I do find myself falling into that trap. Now, as I said earlier, not one of us is perfect. And when we realize that we are jumping into judgment or criticism of somebody else, we may judge ourselves really harshly for it, right? And that's not useful either. If this happens, especially during the holiday season, I want you to just notice it. I want you to just question it. Huh, I'm starting to, why did I just criticize or why did I just judge that person? That was interesting. Why? And when you question it, it, you'll find the answer. The key is to question without judging yourselves. What would that look like? Now, what if we decided ahead of time to be kind and compassionate with everybody around us, including ourselves? And what if we just decide to love every member of our family where they are? What would that look like? How would that feel? I love what Aesop wrote. He said, no act of kindness, no matter how small, goes unwasted. And it's true, right? What if you just allowed everybody to be who they are 
and love them anyway. One of my coaches is always reminding me that love is always an option. Notice the difference in the way you show up with that thought. Love is always an option. Or what will love do in this situation? One of my favorite thoughts, my really, I guess you could say my go-to thought is, there they go again, or there I go again, and I love them anyway, or I love me anyway. Now this thought has helped me so much. It has helped me let go of unrealistic expectation and judgments of myself and other people. And it has allowed me to accept and love everyone around me the way they are. Getting enough sleep and deciding to show up in the way we want to and taking responsibility for our own thoughts and feelings, delegating when possible and keeping it simple when it's not, and showing up with compassion, allowing everyone to be who they are is a recipe for a drama-free holiday season for you. You get to decide what kind of holiday you want. You get to create the holiday experience you want. It's your choice. It's all up to you. All right. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everyone, and I will talk with you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.